0: You've you've heard this before, and hopefully it makes sense to you because I put my own little spin on some of this when it comes to the analogies, but tonight we're going to be talking about Canadian geese. The other day I was out driving and I was making my rounds, and as I went by this body of water... I got to see something that I hadn't seen in quite a while. I seen this flock of Canadian geese, and if you're from Canada, that's a gaggle. I didn't know that until just about ten minutes ago. But this flock of geese came in and they were landing on the water, still in that V formation. And you know, you usually see one or two floating around here and there on different ponds. But this landing was just a different sight. It was almost in unison as they drifted down and they moved as one. And when they hit the water, there was very little splash. It was almost like a ballet. It, just, it was just the prettiest thing I'd ever seen in, in a long, seen in a long time. And I know this is a pretty common analogy, but it brings application that we all need to hear sometimes. Now, some of these words are not my own but I hope that we can use them in our daily lives. I'm gonna go back in my life in a little story I wanna share with you. This is when I was pretty young, me and my brother. My grandpa was a kind of a ranch hand for a better lack of terms and we were always out there helping him. Now, you have to understand my grandpa He didn't have much patience for us kids because he always worked, and that once he got it done, he was moving on to something else. So me and my brother were out helping him one day, and some of you older people may remember this, but a screen door always was one size fits all. There was always extra wood, and you would trim it down to fit the door opening. I don't know if you guys remember that, but well. Grandpa had me hold one end of it, and then he starts cutting off that one end. He gets it cut off, and then he has my brother at the other end. He says, I want you to hold it right there, and as soon as he grabbed a hold of it, he snapped the whole frame of this screen door. Now, understanding that my grandpa's temper You would not believe a person can actually dodge a hammer, but my brother did. He dodged the hammer. And of course, his words, my grandpa's words, he says, boy, you don't have any more sense than God gave a goose. But it always seemed like grandpa was able to fix the mistakes that we made. So tonight, I thank God for the sense of a goose and how we can use it. This writer says, In the early fall, this gaggle of geese came in and would show up and spend the winter enjoying the mild climate and sharing the water with the local ducks. Now, these birds look like just any other bird landing to take advantage of warm weather. However, I found out that scientists have studied these creatures, and they have discovered a certain goose wisdom that is biblical in nature and can be very helpful in people teaching them how to get better get along inside and outside of the church. So number one, I'll have you switch that. thank you. I can't click and talk at the same time, I'll just tell you there right now. So number one, it says geese fly in a V formation, it says researchers have learned that each bird Flapping its wing in V formation creates an uplift for the birds immediately behind it. By flying in this V formation, the flock adds at least 71% greater flying range than if a bird flew by himself. If you'll turn over to Acts 2, 44, I'll give you the biblical parallel here. Acts 2, 44. It says, Now all who believed were together, and they had all things in common. And they sold their possessions and good and divided them amongst all, and any had that had need. So continually daily with one another, with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. You know, people who share a common direction and a sense of community can get to where they are going quicker and easier because they are traveling on the thrust upon each other. In a family or a business and as well as church, when we work together, we can get there we can get to where we're going faster. As Christians, we are not designed to make it alone. We need each other every day. We should also have a common goal, which leads us into number two. Number two says the geese stay with the flock. It says when a goose falls out of formation, and he decides to go it alone, it suddenly feels the drag and the resistance of trying to go it by itself. So it quickly gets back into the formation to take advantage of the lift that's created by the birds in the front. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 14 says, For the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being the same are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and all have made to drink into one spirit. For the fact the body is not one member, but many. People with such sense understands that there is strength in unity, and there's also greater security in remaining within the body. In the church, we understand. The remaining in the body of Christ is a matter of salvation. Number three says geese share the work. Geese share the work. When the lead goose gets tired, he rotates back into the wings and another goose flies to the point position. I wrote this down because in my mind it makes sense. How does the rest of the geese know that the lead goose is tired? Do you think the lead goose looks back and just says, hey, get somebody else up here? No, the formation slows down. They have to land more frequently. And that's with us, too. Sometimes we get tired. Do we ask for that help? There's a second in Is there a second goose in command? that takes over automatically. Of course, there's not. Again, the group pulls together. A different group goose steps up and leads. The whole flock shares that same responsibility, which I thought was amazing. But our our biblical application is Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. Ephesians 4:11 through 13. And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, ministers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And if you'll go down to verse 16, Ephesians 4, 16, it says, from the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building of of itself in love. And anybody that's that's done a lot of exercising, weightlifting, running, whatever the case may be, the whole body has to be strengthened. You can have all the muscles in the world, but if you don't have a bone structure, you're a blob. Every part has to have so that we can grow together. It says you can't reach your destination or goal unless everybody does their share of the work. In church work as well as family work, You can't just think of yourself. You can't be in your own little world. You have to take turns doing the hard work. You have to be willing to sacrifice so the entire flock, whether it be the Lord's flock or your family, can arrive at at its goal. We all have to do our part. Number four, geese encourage each other. The geese flying at the back honk to encourage the ones up front to keep their speed. Hebrews 3, 13 and 14. Hebrews three thirteen and 14 says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Geese are smart enough to keep their leaders motivated so that the entire formation can move ahead. They know that if they try to undermine the leadership, they will cause destruction of the entire flock. A lesson that shouldn't be lost on those that show criticism as their only contribution to the church or the family. We all have to keep motivated. And then also, on a side note, if you're ever in traffic jam and the light turns green and you're sitting there preoccupied, think of the horn behind you as an encouraging you. Don't be mad. Number five, geese look out for one another. When a goose gets sick or wounded and falls out of formation, two geese fall out with him and they follow him and protect him. Those two geese will stay with that fallen bird until he's able to fly again or he dies. Then they will launch out to capture to catch up with their assigned group. The biblical parallel here is Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Starting in verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is no other person, no other to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. Pardon the pun here, but we should care for those who are down. We should care for those who are down. You see, the natural impulse in the world is to discard, disown, disparage those who are having problems. But in our lives as Christians, the geese teach us that every member of the flock is important. No matter if you are the strongest or the weakest. No matter if you're the greatest or the smallest. No matter if you're the youngest or the oldest. Because you see, we fit every category, category that I mentioned in our lives at one time or another. No exceptions. We just need to understand no matter where we are in this formation, we're important. So in summary, we can learn a lot from the geese. Number one, it's wise to work together. Number two, it's wise to stick together. Number three, it's wise to do our share of the work. Number four, it is wise to honk a word of encouragement every once in a while. And number five, it is wise to watch out for each other. I did add one more bit of goose wisdom that pertains to all of us. You know, when I was talking about those geese, it just kind of seems onesie-twosies kind of floating around. You know, if we look around and we see those stragglers, why is that? Did they get lost? Did they get comfortable? Or did that just one lone goose just settle for what they had? They looked around and said, that's good enough for me. We can't be that way because geese don't procrastinate. There's always, geese always leave in plenty of time to make it south for the winter. Acts 22 and 16, it says, and now why do you delay? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. You see, if geese delay, they freeze to death. If people delay in doing right and serving God, they miss their chance forever. So let's use that sense of God gave a goose. God has given us the wisdom to use. I know this is a little shorter lesson, but understanding That God gives us the sense we need. We just need to use it. So if you've not been baptized into Christ. And put him on. It's open here. If you're struggling like a goose. Which we all do from time to time. Do we fall out of formation? Do we get tired and need help from the other flock? That's why we're here, because we can all work together. So as we sing the invitation song, if you have any needs, please come forward as we stand and sing.